0: I think it's Romans 5, chapter 2, actually. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Chapter 5, verse 2. But give me 1 and 2 tonight, okay? Please. Romans chapter 5, we want verses 1 and 2. Amen. There we go. Now, let's read this together. Yeah, let's all stand to our feet. Good, uh, good, good thought. Good looking out. I'm trying to be out of everyone's way. Amen. Let's go. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Amen. And so we rejoice. Before you sit down, let's just pray. Father, we praise your name this evening. We give you all the glory and all the honor, Father, we acknowledge you as our Lord and our Savior and our Redeemer and our Keeper, Lord God. Father, I just thank you for this time of fellowship and relationship, Lord God, and I ask, Father, that you would just cause me to decrease and get out of the way, Father, and that your Holy Spirit would be the teacher and the preacher and the revelator and the illustrator of everything that takes place here tonight, Lord. I thank you for anointing the ears of the of the, of the, of the, the listeners to hear what thus says the Lord, Father, and that you'd be glorified. And everything that is said and done here tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I'd like to speak with you tonight um, about the real thing. Talk to you about the real thing. See, somebody already is hearing a song, right? (laughs) Somebody's already hearing a song. And the real thing is important, it's critical, right? right. So, so and so, in, in keeping with reality, uh, there's songs, uh, Got to Be Real, Baby, I'm For Real, Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said they were looking for a real love. Yeah. And also in, in Inventions, there was the, the real McCoy, yeah. right? You wanted the genuine, because you wanted it to work how it's supposed to work, and not an imitation or a fake. You wanted the real McCoy. Somebody brought you a gift sometime back in the day. Like, is it the real McCoy? This is the real McCoy. This is the real deal. Come on. When he proposed to you, you wanted the real diamond. Not cubic zirconian and you wanted the real. You wanted the real did you get this perfume from Perfume Mania, the fake perfume <laughs> imitation? Is it gonna only last 35 minutes or two hours instead of all day, like the real, the real perfume? <laughs> Did you get a Rolex or a, or a Rolex? <laughs> you wanted the real thing, you wanted the real thing. And lastly, for a couple people right here in this area, Star Trek. <laughs> they, they, they went to a planet and aliens were taking over people's bodies. And they had the guy working at the, at the controls. They wanted to know if that was the real McCoy <laughs> or was it an alien. <laughs> anyway, we want to keep it real. And we want to just recognize the, uh, the importance and the genuineness of the real. And Christ is the real thing. He's the real thing. As we look at, I'm going to talk to you for just a minute and, and try to give you a little bit of background. In Hebrews chapter 9, there's a whole chapter dedicated to uh, the law and the sacrificing of, of bulls and goats and the priests going into the tabernacle all of the time, every day, often making sacrifices, And then once a year, the high priest would go behind the the second curtain, beyond the veil. You guys sing a song about beyond the veil. And he would go in to the holiest of all, or the holy of holies, and make sacrifice for the people. After having sprinkled blood upon himself, and for the, the, the sins of himself, and for the sins of all the people that they've sinned in ignorance, the word says. But yet, when he made those sacrifices, it didn't remove... the the, the guilt of sin from your conscience. It was just a reminder of sins. That's why they had to go all the time. The priest stood all the time making sacrifices and and offerings unto unto, unto God. It was a shadow of things to come. It wasn't the real thing. Let's pick it up in and there's so much more, and we might go back there a little bit, but I want to pick it up in, in Hebrews chapter ten. And we're just gonna read for a little while. And then we're gonna go. I heard somebody say they want to be leave on time. <laughs> I'm not mentioning any names. No. <laughs> Amen. You guys there, Hebrews chapter 10? Amen. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things, can never with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually, year by year, make those who approach perfect. So even though they made frequent sacrifices all the time, year by year, it couldn't make those who were coming perfect. to to, to, for their sacrifices who who are who they were interceding on it couldn't make them perfect again as i mentioned it was just a reminder of their sin your conscience wasn't cleared by that act verse two for then would they not have ceased to be offered for the worshipers once purified would have had to would have had no more conscience of sins They would have been free and clear of their sins. Verse three, but in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. Every year, there's a reminder of how bad and how wicked and how evil one has done and has been. The actions that they've done, it was just a reminder. Every year, I can only imagine the weight of that. Of all that time, and it's just a reminder of that, and not a release from it, and it's in your conscience, and you still feel troubled and guilty and shame and embarrassed and everything else because of that. It's just piling it on and piling it on and piling it on. Verse four: For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Hmm. Mm, I hate to jump ahead, but there is one. His blood took away our sins. Oh. Not just a reminder that we have sinned, but it's taken away. He's taken away our sins. Mm, man. Woo. Therefore, I'm in verse 5. When he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering. You did not desire, but a body yet prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, you had no pleasure. He says in another place that to obey is better than sacrifice. But look, I only kept the finest of things for us to use. Partial obedience is full disobedience. You can't be partially pregnant. You are or you aren't. Come on. So don't say, well, at least I did this and this. No, you have to obey all the law. If you're you're guilty of one, you failed in all. Verse 7. Then I said, behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. Mm. Mm. The entire volume of the book, the fullness of it, it speaks of him, Jesus. And he says, to do your will, O God. Hallelujah. I'm so glad and I can rejoice and I'm so thankful that when he found himself in the garden, praying, sweating till there came like great drops of blood. And he asked if it could be taken away. Three times, people that were with him, he went back and checked on them. They had fallen asleep. Three times he went back. Oh, Lord, if it's possible, take this cup from me. Is there some other way? But then he got to the nevertheless. Not my will, but your will. I'm so thankful, and we can all rejoice because he wanted to do the Father's will and not fulfill his own because the flesh was wanting a way of escape. Can I get out of this? Verse 8, previously saying, sacrifice and offering, burnt offerings and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them which are offered according to the law. He didn't have any pleasure in that. That wasn't his desire. His desire was to have people loving him and obeying him, being obedient to him and his word. Those sacrifices didn't do anything like for him. He didn't need the the goats and the bulls and the rams and the pigeons and all of that. Just obedience, again, is better than sacrifice. Verse nine, then he said, behold, I have come to do your will. O God, he takes away the first that he may establish the second. And he's talking about the covenants. The first covenant was that which was established by Moses. And we talked about the tabernacle and the lampstands and the censers and in the altar. And, and in there had the Ark of the Covenant and the in the in the and the Aaron's bud, Aaron's rod that budded. The tablets, the Ten Commandments, the pot of manna was in there. So it was an earthly symbolic, it was symbolic of what happens in the heavenly. And only the high priest could go beyond that second veil, behind that second curtain, into the most holy place. Hmm. But thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus, that he was willing to do the will of the Father, willing to accept a death on the cross reserved for those who were cursed. And that he finished the work, a complete work. That the temple veil was torn from top to bottom, granting us access into the Holy of Holies, Everywhere we go. Hallelujah. In that, mmm, that he goes in, and just as the priest would make intercession for the people once a year, the high priest, Jesus ever lives to make intercession for you. Every day, all day, and all night. Interceding on your behalf. Mmm, a high priest of high priests. Verse 11, In every priest stands... Hmm. interesting, stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. Every day, the same thing, over and over and over. Standing up, offering the same sins, the same um, sacrifices and offerings. Standing up. But check this out. Verse 12. And those, and, and those could never take away the sins. They could never take away the sins. Remember, it was just a reminder, so your conscience was still guilty. Verse 12, but this man, talking about Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. Hey. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, it is finished offering one sacrifice, his own blood, his own blood that was pure, unblemished, his body whole, never sinned, offered the one sacrifice, and then sat down. What's next, Lord? What's next, Father? Anticipating that his enemies would become his footstool. He sat down at the right hand of God. Now, occasionally somebody will do something that'll make them stand up. Right? Somebody was being stoned in Acts. Come on, thank you. And he stood up as he was giving up the ghost. He said, I see him standing on the right hand of God. Are we ever going to do anything to make him stand up? How are we living? Make them stand up and, woo! yeah, that's my daughter. Yeah, that's my son. Let's not live ho-hum lives for Christ. He's the real thing. He's not the imitation. He's not fake. He's real. Jesus is real. I know. See, there's another real song. (laughs) Verse 13. From that time waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering, he has perfected forever. Somebody just say forever. 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 Those who are being sanctified. That's us. Those who are being sanctified. We be being sanctified. Every day, continually, over and over, we're being sanctified. It's not a one time shot for us. We have to continually be washed and be renewed and to be cleansed. We got to be being sanctified. Amen. But the Holy Spirit also witnessed to us. For after he had had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds, I will write them. And then he adds, I like this addition. Their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. No more. No lo recuerdo. I think that's sort of in the neighborhood. I don't remember. I don't remember all of your sins and your lawless deeds they're under the blood whereas the high priest and the and the, the priest they sprinkle the uh, uh the tabernacle and all of the vessels that they're going to use come on i want to tell you that you are a vessel sprinkled and covered by the blood of jesus sanctified by the blood of Jesus, made whole and pure by the blood of Jesus. No condemnation to you because you're covered by the blood of Jesus. He has washed all that away and made you new and whole. Amen. But Brother Harold, you don't know what I did. You're under the blood of Jesus. He's washed, purified, and cleansed you of all of that junk, of all of that gunk. If you've done something, just confess it to him. Come on, First John 1, 9. Because he's faithful and just to forgive you for all of those sins. Oh, and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Not just some. All unrighteousness. So I don't care how big it is, how bad it was. He cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Because he's the real deal. Come on. He ain't no goat. He ain't no joke. Come on. He's the real thing. He's the real thing. 18. Now, where there is remission of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. We're done with that. When he was on the cross and he said it was finished, Finished. Elfine, the end. Final, no mas. Over with. The end. We don't have to take anything and offer up a sacrifice. You don't have to go grab some of those doves that you might see or pigeons or anything. Calves and bulls and none of that. It's done. But he encourages us to Therefore, 19, having boldness to enter the holiest mm, by the blood of Jesus. By his blood. It's the blood of Jesus that we can enter in to the holy of holies, to the most holy place. Because we're covered by his blood. We're dipped in his blood. I want to tell you, you're more than sprinkled by the blood of Jesus, but you're covered by the blood of Jesus. Uh, jump in thank you Lord thank you Lord having boldness see they didn't have boldness back then the the, the priests and the high priests when he went in they had to tie a bell to him right just in case (laughs) and he went in before the, the most holy God and the holy of holies And he died. And you got to ring the bell periodically to to let us know that you're okay. So they didn't have the confidence that you and I can have going into the Holy of Holies. So he'd be in there and you hear the bell? I don't hear the bell. You know, like, and they'd have to pull him out. But you can go boldly before the throne room, before the throne of God with a confidence with every concern and care that you have Mm. he's a good God and if you have the confidence in him and the faith you'll have those things that you say when you pray if you believe in your heart not doubt so way over in 39 we want to remain in him we don't want to be those who draw back to perdition. Hmm. But of those who believe to the saving of the soul. We want to be believing. We want to be believing. We want to be believing. Be believing, knowing that we are being sanctified all of the time by him. Colossians 1.14 tells us that we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of of sins. amen and in all the fullness of, of of christ all the fullness dwells in him i'm in colossians 1 19 and 20 now we've made peace through the blood of his cross it was bloody it was painful but yet we have our peace because of that he's reconciled all of us unto the father because of the sacrifice that he made himself he took his own blood not the blood of something else. Colossians one twenty seven tells us that Christ is in you, the hope of glory. We mentioned the hope of glory in our theme passage, and so we can rejoice that we have Christ, and that He is the one who makes intercession for us he's the great high priest and he's not a fake he's not a shadow he's the real deal let's go back a chapter just let me just look at hebrews 9 28. Give me 23, please. Hebrews 9, 23. And just know that the Bible, it didn't have chapters and verses originally, okay? So that's there for our benefit so we can give addresses and say, turn to this chapter and this verse. But it was just one scroll. then that one's full get the next scroll and you keep reading so verse 23 therefore it was necessary that the copies the images right not the real deal the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these so better than the imitation stuff that they had and you can read that earlier in in, in chapter 9 verse 10 For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true. See what I'm saying? Those aren't the real thing. But into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Oh, he's appearing before the almighty God for you on your behalf. That's the great high priest right there. Mm, Man, that's so good. 25. Not that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with the blood of another. He then would have to have suffered often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. You're not coming back as... A donkey. You're not coming back as some other person. You're not coming back as some other animal. When I come back, I want to be a bird. (laughs) No. (laughs) Appointed once to die. And then the judgment. In verse 28 again. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly, those who rejoice, okay, those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. So we eagerly wait for him and we are rejoicing until he comes back. He's the real deal. He's the real deal. If I were to be sitting under a fruit tree, I could take advantage of the shade of that tree on a hot day like today. And I could look up at the fruit and say, wow, that looks really good. And I could grab a piece of fruit and I could see the, the shadow of it somewhere. There it is. You can't see it. It's in a few places. I could see the shadow of the fruit. I could look at it and admire it. But it's just an image. It's a shadow of the real thing. And that's what the law was. Just a shadow of the real thing. So now that the real thing has come, you can take a bite. Mmm. And if it was a little more juicy, juice would be running down here and I can taste and see that the Lord is good. But you've got to get the real thing. We have to be about the real thing and rejoicing in the real thing. That we don't have to do all of those things, the ordinances of washing this and washing that. And It's all done in Christ because he's the real deal. So let's all agree to rejoice in him always. And again, I say rejoice. Come on. Because he's the real thing. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Any thoughts, questions, anxieties, hangups?